There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, welcome to this clip from The Debate Show. We're going to be talking about why Man City are able to maintain this flat period of dominance, whereas Liverpool seem to have a little bit up and down within that. Uh, on The Debate Show as well, we also discussed why Trent's being made the scapegoat and picked a South American Liverpool 11. That is all over on Redman Plus. Um, but here on YouTube, we are on the road to half a million subscribers. We are tantalisingly close. So if you're watching this on YouTube or if you consume our content elsewhere, come to YouTube, click that subscribe button and get us to half a million. What a journey it has been. We've got massive things uh, planned when we do hit that threshold, but we've got to get there. So if you enjoy the content, click that subscribe button on YouTube right now. Anyway, let's chat Liverpool, Man City and dominance. My concern is is something that it's actually, and this season for me, it's not a concern, it's a debate topic, is is this season that's highlighted it because what I've seen for the last five years, which is what we referenced with Liverpool from 18, 19 through to now 22, 23, is we've seen some Liverpool become a really high-level football club. But there seems to be a consequence for when we hit certain heights. So 18, 19, we were brilliant. We got on a run. We eventually win the European Cup. The the pain of not winning the Premier League um, on 97 points um, then kind of fed us and, 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 and allowed us to continue the momentum until basically we'd won the league. We get beat by Wofford and I don't care what anyone says, we fall off a cliff from there because we struggle to get wins the next couple of games. We get knocked out the FA Cup, we get knocked out the Champions League, although probably unfortunately. Then we, we have lockdown, that comes back, we pitter-patter through, win the league, don't quite maintain the levels, go into 2021, everything falls apart, rebuild ourselves from the end of that, have an unbelievable season again, and we then get to a point where it's happening again. So what I what I've seen the pattern is for me is that I think Liverpool Football Club have a multitude of gears and our top gear is untouchable, even to Manchester City. But it's the sustainability of that that I want to question today. And I want to ask why do Manchester City or why are they able to maintain a level? Or or they may be sometimes just subpar for a bit, but they only really have two levels, subpar and bang on it. And they can win games like they did on Sunday by playing well. But I wouldn't say they were unbelievable. They were clinical and played well. Why can they sustain their, their their level of dominance for five, six years flat and we can't? What is it that differs between the two sides? I think I have an answer, but I'm intrigued to I see what I've you boys one. think. Yeah, I, I, I think that's really, really interesting because you're right. And, and, and sometimes I think the tough thing with this is that we, we feel it more acutely because 
you know, because we're Liverpool fans and Liverpool are at the, at the, the nose to the grindstone against Man City. Man City fans feel exactly the same way about us, which is always worth putting out. Like, you know, they've come out on top more often in the in league. The league yeah. um, but they are they are just as exhausted with all this as we as we are because they feel like Liverpool generally won't won't go away. Like we're probably slightly more critical. Now I agree. You know we've had now two. This is this is another season where they've, it looks like it's going to fall fall below expectations. If it does, and my suspicion is it's an injury thing, and the problem with that, it, it, and the, why I think it is, is that is that in order to match City, you've got to ask more. F- from less, so you've got to go. With, you've got to run with what you've got. You've got to. You can't. You've got to double down on what you've got more. You can't just go. That's one bad season from you. Off you go. Liverpool have got to give lads two or three seasons to make sure they're getting the most out yeah. of them, and to make sure financially, you know, the the amortization of them on the books, which means that you can afford to let them go at a lower price if you if you want yeah. to down down the line, and. And also, ultimately, Liverpool's style of football is a lot more intensive because that's a style of football that Jurgen Klopp wants, but it's a style of football I think that we crave as fans as well. And that is very in- muscle intensive on the players that, that are required to play it. So, a combination of the resources that Liverpool have had in getting here, I don't think they've been able to to have enough enough quality and depth to rotate. And when that's come it's come a little bit too late. And on top of that, ultimately, is because a, f- a set of freakish injuries in 2021 totally upsets what we're doing. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's worth it's worth wondering forever, like, if Jordan Pickford just doesn't snap Van Dyke, Because yeah. Gomez, you know, Gomez and Matip get injuries. Yeah. But Probably because they have to play more. and we'll go. Maybe Gomez is the one we still don't know what happened, yeah. but yeah, the rest yeah. of it. But it's one of those where if, if Van Dijk doesn't get that injury, is that the thing that are Liverpool just able to just keep it going a little bit, a little bit longer in that run? That's my my overall take on it. Is that is that we've we've had we have, for too long we had to run too few players into the ground mm. because there was no one good enough to to keep them fresh, particularly the front three in in, in fresh rotation. Whereas City have just ha- always had. I think we got a bigger squad now. Yeah. But I think we 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 missed the trick on that. I think we were a year too late to the party to really save the players who needed saving. I think I think there's a lot of validity in what you just said, Paul. But I also think that Liverpool's biggest strength is also Liverpool's biggest Achilles heel, in that we're very very systematic. We we put a squad together, built around a system, and we built bought players for the system. Manchester City rely on footballers more than they do on the system for me. You've got Bernardo Silva, Kevin De Bruyne, you can go through the names, I won't bother, you know who they are. But they're not so reliant on every facet of the system working to get a top performance. You said before, when we hit top gear, which I think is when the system works to the nth degree, we're too good for Manchester City, and we are, and I agree with you. But we kind of have to have all of our stars in alignment yeah. on the day for that to happen. Manchester City have got more sort of freestyle footballers who can dig them out of a hole. And everything Manchester City do, and this is evidenced at the weekend, is done in front of the back four. So they're, they're, they're ball players. They tore Man United apart to start with and then yeah. they got sloppy and they conceded goals. They have Nathan, Nathan Ake playing in their back four, who, who we all, I think, would agree is not a well. If you expose him, he's yeah. going to get exposed. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So what they did when they get the ball and they look forward, they've, they've no rival, they've no equal yeah. in football, and and that is easier to sustain week in week out. Mm. 
than driving this ruthlessly efficient machine, which is what we've become, like German technology, if you like. So whilst I say, again, our system is ruthlessly efficient, it's also really, really fragile when it doesn't work, which is why games like Aston Villa happen, where you just fall off a cliff, nothing works, yeah. and all of, the, all of the roles in the team fall apart at once, and you stood there scratching your head going... What's going on here? First 20 minutes at Brighton, nobody did what they should do within mm. the system. It reminds me a bit of, uh, of Benitez'ism when he talked about fighting against Man United and Chelsea and he'd say, like, they're driving Ferraris and McLaren yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. and I'm in a top BMW. It's a brilliant car, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna race against them, I've got to be perfect. I've got to cut corners and I've got to be do everything. Yeah. And that, that's always the problem with Manchester City. And it gets forgotten over the years because everyone just kind of gets lost in old oh, look at City and they've, they've now got the shiny things and you know they've got the manager that draws all the eyes. Mm. But you, you know, you, you eventually money wins because they, they, there's nothing you're doing that they can't do because you create you create new innovative approaches to try and cut those corners to get to match to match what they've got and you can do it. But it's I don't know how sustainable that is over yeah. a long period of time because you've got to it means your recruitment's got to be better because you can't afford to make as many mistakes and and then you can make all these advances in in all the marginal gains so you can get your sports science right and you can get your nutrition right and you can get all these things. This happened to Arsene Wenger. So it's Arsene Wenger against Alex Ferguson in the 90s and early noughties. He came in with a fresh radical approach. He revolutionised the Premier League in what he was doing. But eventually Manchester Chelsea United... came in. Yeah, I, 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 yeah true. They, they're the ones who knocked Arsenal off and then Man you picked yeah. back up again when yeah. you got Ronaldo. And they, and they, but, uh, but then all of a sudden what they were bringing in wasn't fresh anymore because all of a sudden well, everyone can go and buy players from France yeah. and everyone can eat pasta before the game yeah, you know yeah, what I mean yeah. and, and everyone can stop can cut the booze out and you, you, I mean the Bundesliga is the perfect example of this and Klopp will know this first hand from it is well they just stole your best players and copied yeah. all your copy all your methods and that's why and I, Pep Guardiola is an example as a manager his football now is put through the Jürgen Klopp prism so he's not playing the same football he played at Barcelona because he had to go up against Jürgen Klopp in a more physical league in the Bundesliga and an even more physical league in the Premier League but again it's easier to adapt and and, and, bring, and change your styles when you can go well yeah exactly when you can throw money at the, at the problem and you can say well this lad oh he doesn't work alright we'll get rid of him and we'll yeah. bring another lad in and another lad and another lad and another lad so that's what for me is ultimately it is it's not sustainable because and it should be. This is not to defend Liverpool's Liverpool's transfer spending because they're now at a point now where they, they should have built up a war chest. They should be going into the they should be going into the negative a little bit to spend some to spend some money. It shouldn't. You can afford to not have a year where you don't break even. Yeah. And make it up. So, from in the years to follow. Right, sorry to interrupt the conversation, but the last fan standing show was made this week. No, me or Chris this week, but that doesn't mean it's not a great show. We're going to play you a little clip. Make sure you head over to that channel, click the subscribe button, leave a comment underneath that video. It was dreadful. It was, we got it wrong in the first half, massively wrong. Um, I think Rafael Varane going off injured didn't help, although when he was on the pitch, it wasn't pretty either. I think the selection of not picking Casemiro left us too open. Bruno and Eriksen in there is, is too too open to play against Manchester City, I think. Previous times when we've played well against them, we've gone with McTominay and Fred in front of the defence. So we just kind of feel like maybe Casemiro starting, maybe a Fred starting, getting an extra body in helps. I think having, like you saw Martial make a huge difference to us. And that's what having a number nine will do. 
Um, so hopefully he can stay fit now because he'll bring a different dynamic to us. But yeah, it was dreadful. But I'm not panicking because look, we're going to go up and down under this manager this season. But I do still think there's a potential we get top four because you know Liverpool aren't playing well, Chelsea aren't playing well. Um, you know, so I think anything can happen. Yep, subscribe, comment, and check out Last Fan Standing every week over on the Bet Victor YouTube channel. Anyway, on with the show. Before it's, you, it's it's just, it, just, it just feels like to me. Sorry to interrupt. It's kind of like an engine scenario where you get into the red red part, of the rev counter. This is what Liverpool are doing, and then they go, "Oh, we just need five percent more. Go on, go on, push it, push it yeah. a bit harder, push it a bit harder, and then some, so something will snap eventually, won't it?" And that's what we see every couple of years that we have a massive wobble yeah. and things fall off. Well, the two consistencies that probably Klopp would sit here and say, well, he would say, well, look at the two years we've had problems. We've had the COVID year was crazy because the, 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 the pre-season that we require for our system, we, you know, Klopp's built all his methods on normal football. In the last four years, there hasn't been normal football. You can't predict that. Everything about us, his whole education is on. You finish then, you start there. If you have a World Cup, we deal with it that way. The COVID season threw that in the bin. Man City suffered for the first six months for that as well, remember? Mm -hmm. And then this season's been the same. So that will definitely play a part in it. But it's really interesting that how you see things because, Steve, I, I almost feel as though it's a slightly contrasting view to, 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 the, to the systems things. I actually think the reason why Man City are able to maintain their top level is because of Pep and Klopp. Pep's level and the way he plays his football, I think, is totally systematic. And I think this year is the only year you're seeing it differently because I do think now if De Bruyne and Haaland bumped into each other and broke each other's legs, I think they'd be in big trouble. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But previous to this season, when they didn't have them to just run and riot, I think they were so systematic. You could put bloody Foden left-back and he'd yeah. still do a job. Yeah. You know, The fact Cancelo plays left-back so well, the fact that um, you know Mares can play left or right and you can have Bernardo Silva left-centre-mid or right-centre-mid or right-wing tells that story and I think the way that Pep plays his football is less draining I think the way Manchester City are as a football club there's no emotional attachment I don't care what anyone says yeah. is less draining yeah. I agree with you on, on their engine thing I think Liverpool can sustain third and fourth gear but third and fourth gear won't win you the league no. might win you the Champions League I think to win the league you have to be in fifth gear and as you said the way we play our football you, we've got five of the best players in their position even now in their league Alisson Robertson Trent Alexander-Arnold, Van Dijk, Salah, and you could argue Thiago, depending on you know where you sit. Five or six. So we've still got those six, five, six players in our team, but we're still not winning games because I think we do rely on a lot of individual brilliance. We rely on Salah to get the, the golden boot and the creator yeah. award. We rely on Trent to be unbelievable, right back, Van Dijk, etc. And when when we have to hit that top gear and push the red zone for twenty games, it's almost like um, you know when you see in the films where there's you can have this Rumpelstiltskin. I'll give you this, but I'm gonna have to take that. Yeah. And I think our style of football under Klopp means that when you reach that quadruple trace level and win twenty out of twenty two games, whatever it is, there is a consequence to pay in the long run. And we didn't have enough of a break. The other thing on this, and it just leads out to that, is Man Man City can afford to not do a pre-season tour yes they can afford to go we'll play three games in pre-season they can afford to not go to the Far East because they can t they can say well, it's more important that we win the, the silverware and Liverpool as an enterprise have to balance the whole package Liverpool have to go and on those tours because they're so lucrative because they need to they, they need to be a money making enterprise where a city can literally invent a betting company <sighs> allegedly um, um, and, and everything in between 
When is that? I know, I know, I know. Um, honestly, fascinating. Fascinating. All that leads is is making us have this conversation. That's why I react the way you do because of that. And we don't need to get into it. But so yeah. if you if you looked at uh, an aerial view of Pep's career, Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, and you look down on the pitch of every single game, there would be repeat patterns of triangles. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the system. Yeah. Repeat patterns of triangles. Liverpool's system is about press, counter press, press, counter press. Work really hard, win the ball back high, create a system that turns Mo Salah that none of us could ever have predicted would turn into the no, player he has. Agreed, yeah. Create a system that that gets the absolute best out of Mo Salah. And everybody else around him works like absolute trojans. But we're the quickest attacking team in that the world's ever seen either. Yeah. Pep says it. He's never seen a team go from back to front as fast as Liverpool. But that requires huge risk. As you said before, Trent starts doing mad passes. Kasper Schmeichel once said, when they play like that, they bully you into playing their way. And yeah. there's nothing you can do about it. And that is, and he was really angry. It was when we beat them 4-1 Four when, yeah. when, when uh, Trent did the Mbappe celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the end of it. He was proper fired up and aggressive about it. And he's like, there is nothing you can do. And that's why we have success against Manchester City. When we when we hit the top gear, we can stay yeah, there. Yeah. They can't deal with us. Yeah. But that is so, so labour-intensive over a long period of time. Agreed, yeah. So that top level has a consequence you, we, we did it from January to, to summer didn't we we did it to January till the 90th minute of the Real Madrid game we were trying to get that equaliser and it, it just waned and in the end all the players and I think also a big effect of this season's end of that bit is, is massively down to what happened in against Villa I felt horrendous coming out of that game sorry against Wolves I felt like we were playing Villa um, mm. I felt like Villa were playing us that day, the last 10 minutes so um, I felt so emotionally drained after that Got myself up to go to Paris, and then I, it's inexplicable what happened there. Yeah. That that is real, and Liverpool Football Club is closer to some of all of its parts than Manchester City, and it can't. And I keep trying to say this to me, mates: you cannot underestimate the con- the massive effect that's had on everyone. And then you lose a game, and it brings it all back straight away. If you beat Fulham four two, great or four one, but we didn't, and it all comes flushing back. And I think that I think we're just more emotionally attached. Yeah. No, I think I think that's a I think that's a big point. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for listening. If you want even more Bosch content and podcasts just like this, go over to redmenplus.com and sign up now. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.